Welcome to another edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones, recording this episode on Tuesday, September the 14th. We have uh, temporarily relocated. Yes. Because, yes. New, uh, new venue here. Jana, new venue. Jana's in the uh, normal, she's in the broadcast studio <laughs> with a couple of her friends doing some homecoming stuff. So uh, we're in the TV room and we're drinking. Well, what are we drinking? We're drinking wild turkey. We're playing the castrated gobblers. Of course, we're playing the wild. We're drinking the wild turkey. We're drinking the wild turkey on the rocks. This is a drink that uh, when I was in college, particularly my junior year, if you fell asleep at my house, yeah, do a shot the night before a game. I woke you up either at six or seven, depending on what time the game started. With a shot, with a shot of wild turkey. Yeah, I mean, I was sleeping, and I yeah, I mean, when I say I yelled at you. I'm already loud. I was gonna say uh, your your inside voice is, yeah, is so, most people's outside so voice. So I'm yelling, I mean, get up, it's game day, and he got up and he was ready to throw punches and I shoved a ball of wild turkey in his mouth and he did a shot. And he was like, Did we just become best friends? And I was like, Yep. <laughs> Step brothers. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's like it worked that way, but it's close. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, many a morning I woke up early to shots of wild turkey. <laughs> It hurts a little more now than it used yeah, to. It does, man. It does. It hurts a little more now than it used to. So it's it's Virginia Tech week, which is still exciting. It's still Absolutely. exciting because it's a big one. Well, because you just hate them. I yeah. mean, you just hate everything about them. Yeah. There's not, uh, not much to like about them. But uh, so housekeeping stuff. Friday night, I went to the Princeton game. And my sister told me initially that the game was at 7 o'clock. Okay. Now, on my Oak Hill card that I bought that has all the discount stuff on it, it says all home games are at 7 and all road games are at 7.30. Okay. So, I said, are you sure the game's at 7.30? She said, yes, yeah, it's at 7.30. So, I met Jason Steele, the namesake of the show, who, by the way, mentioned us. We don't talk about him enough, so <laughs> that'll come up later. Okay. So, I told him to meet me at Outback in Princeton. So I get to Outback about 6 because I take Jaina to Leslie and I was coming back through. I get there about 5 after 6, sitting at the bar. Courtney's at Compestre's, which is right beside Outback. And so I'm sitting there and here comes George Tabbitt and his wife and Josie, who's here, her mom. Both their daughters cheer. Mm-hmm. They were going to sit at the bar, get something to eat. And I called Courtney and I was like, y'all still at Campestre? She's like, yeah, we're getting ready to leave. I was like, damn, what, y'all leaving early then? <laughs> You know, it's only 6.15. She's like, we don't want to miss introductions. And I said, well, I mean, we still got plans. She's like, well, the game starts at 7. I was like, well, you told me it started at 7.30. She's like, no. I said it started at 7. So I'm getting... So oh, yeah. I get- <laughs> so I put it on speakerphone, and I started scrolling through, and I was like, bullshit, you said 7.30. So I look over at George and, and his wife. I was like, y'all know the game starts at 7. They're like, no, it starts at 7.30. And they're, meanwhile, their daughters cheer. Yeah. Exactly. I said, no, Courtney's telling me it's 7. So then she screenshots me a picture from Money Pennies, the head coach. 7 o'clock's the game time. So needless to say, we were a little bit late. <laughs> so still he gets there, and he's got a six-pack, and we, you know, drink a little bit, get in the game. Oak Hill had a rough night. It was, yeah. it was 21-7 when I got there. Yeah, yeah. It ended up 55-30, to 30, so it wasn't... Uh, Prince is good. Prince is good. Prince is good. Oak Hill never could get on track. Uh, they're, they're still they still struggle on the line, and which we can relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. With line struggles, so after that, uh, well, I'll get into the what happened later, later. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that was Friday night. And then uh, actually Jana found out Thursday that she's a finalist for Homecoming Queen. So I'm actually driving, hey. her, driving her in the parade Friday. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. I, I, I can already see you honking at the band in front of you. Probably. <laughs> Get out of the way! Oh, what are we stopping for? <laughs> Let's go. Have you warned Jana about this she, situation? She, she's been with me in the vehicle before. <laughs> exactly. She you knows, think she would know better. She knows what she's up against. But we're using Dad's car, his yeah. Miata. So she can sit on the <laughs> on the back and wave and whatnot. But it won't be, it's not, a, the, the route is a little bit different because they leave from the park and then they come up, what is that, not Kelly, Yeah, Bib, yeah. and then turn left on the Jones, go and up then go Jones. left, and then go left down Central, right. and then turn Back right on Virginia, because the road is cut down. Uh, yeah. Man, I tell you what, I would not want to be the band. Would you not? They're walking up and down, I know they walk, oh, usually walk all the way up and come up over there, but man, that's a long walk. It's a long and walk. And that's, the first part of it's uphill, and mm. then the last part of it's uphill. <laughs> Well, they don't. Well, at least they don't have to go up the, the hill. Yeah, the sharp way next to Kelly Julia. Yeah. Yeah. I think they used to do. That. They did. That's where they went. They yeah. went all through town and yeah. came down to Oiler. So they they've switched that up. So that's on the. That's, that's on a the, long haul though. That's on the that's on the docket for Friday. So <laughs> Make we'll, sure you got gas tank filled up. You don't want to you don't want to run out in the middle. I told Dad, I said that thing better be gassed up before I get it. <laughs> that's probably gonna be the first time I've driven that car since. Shoot, I was probably in my twenties. <laughs> Dad, Dad doesn't let a whole lot of people operate that vehicle. I'm surprised he's letting you down. I am too. He's like, <laughs> you, know, you want a driver or do you want me to drive her? I said, well, it doesn't really matter. I said, you know, I'm, I mean, I'll be glad to do it. He's like, well, I mean, I don't care if you do it. I was like, are you sure? He's like, oh, well, hell, your sister's driven it. So I was like, oh, that's a fair point there. <laughs> You're taking your life in your own Yeah. Head. When you let her walk by it while it's parked. Any of the fairy females. Much less, get, much less get behind Dangerous. the wheel and drive it. So, uh, so yeah, so... Before we get into the game, what's up? You, we mentioned the, uh, you said something you want to talk about the AP poll. Yes, the AP poll sucks. The AP poll sucks. How Ohio State is still nine when they lost to a team with their, without their two best defensive players at home makes no sense to me. And the game probably wasn't as close as the final scores showed. No, UCLA, who has some of the biggest victories so far this year, still is 13, still behind Ohio State, like five things behind them. And Oregon's in the same league, beat Ohio State. Where did they move to five or four? Oregon's four. I was five. Oregon's four. I was five, and I'm I'm fine with all those. But how do you drop Iowa State that far and not Ohio State? What's the difference between Oregon and Iowa? Nothing. No, that's why it makes no sense to me. And I, I pulled this off uh, uh, the Reddit College Football tweet. He said eleven through twenty-five teams ranked eleven through twenty-five were combined five and seven against P PF five teams, Power really? five teams. And with three teams, North Carolina, USC, and Texas, are ranked higher than the team who beat them, two of which are undefeated. Makes no sense. It makes no – the AP poll makes, makes no sense. sense. It's a completely useless poll. Yep. I mean, just a completely useless poll. It's just dumb. Well, you, yeah. call, you called the Iowa State game. You loaded up on the Hawkeyes, and I chased it with you, and we both won. Yeah. And they just can't – I don't know what it is about Campbell. That's what, he, six in a row? He, he sucks in non-conference – and then Wazoo will get in the league and he'll just they'll win. they'll win out in the league and then next thing you know we they're our representative in the in the beast, in the pirate balls yeah uh, just makes you sick but they benched Brock Purdy mm-hmm he got benched yeah. in that game and in the fourth quarter he, he threw three he threw three picks three picks yeah yeah and of course we talked about Ohio State choking Florida State wow <laughs> how about that I have no idea 
what they were doing on that last play. I don't know what was worse. Well, they played like cover two, first of yeah. all. And, and you know, they, they, Mike Norvell said after the game, he said, there was six, first of all, there were six seconds left, and they're on their own 41-yard line, Jacksonville State was. He said, we didn't want to give up something over the middle to where they could get a field goal. In six seconds. Seconds. It, yeah. On the, uh, yeah. Because the Jackson State team, I'm sure their kicker isn't like a 50-yard kicker. No. So they had to get down at minimum play to the 25. And I don't know how many times that's ahead, but I guarantee you if they threw the ball 15, 20 yards down the field in the middle, it's going to damn near eat up six seconds. Yeah, absolutely. I don't absolutely. know what was, what was worse. Jacksonville State winning that game at, at a Hail Mary at the end or the guy from Florida State who thought it was a good idea to still yep. propose after the game with all the Jacksonville State people in the background. That was the best part of that. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, that was the best part. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's one of those, uh, come on, man. Yeah, or as Ed Lover would say, come on, son. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you got to know the temperature of the room. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, God. That was something. And, then, of course, yesterday USC fired Helton after they lost yeah. the Stanford. Yeah, that was Coldy out of the blue. Yeah. Apparently, the first one on their list is Luke Fickle. Really? Like, yeah, they say it's his job if he wants it. Hmm. Uh, what do you do? You get, you're in Cincinnati, get ready to go to the Big 12, you, you have a growing program. Where do you leave for middle of the road right now? You take, you, you take you take the USC job. You I leave, would think so. Yeah, you leave. I would if, think so too. if he gets offered the job, he, he'll take it. I, 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 heard, I heard James Franklin. They said James Franklin was on the road. Yeah, those are the two. Those are the two top ones. Candidates, but I heard it's Luke Fickle's to take if he wants it. Yeah, he's and they said possibly Bob Stoops might be a possibility there. Did you see today where somebody said Myers talking about resigning already? What's is, that, is that true? No, that's probably a joke, but it wouldn't surprise me any. He said his quote unquote his heart wasn't in it. Yeah, see, that was a good joke. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it had to be a joke, but I don't know. It was on, I can't remember what site it was on, but I don't know. So, we'll jump to the game. So, we watched well, the game. Well, I want to bring one more thing. The West Virginia app that they have that you can listen to, the Neil Brown conference. You, love, you love it. It's the worst fucking app <laughs> that I've ever put on my phone. You can't listen to it for three minutes without it going out. So, you have to constantly hit it again to get the sound comes through. You miss sections on like Neil Brown stuff. And, and I, I don't have you know a radio at the house anymore. All my shit's electronic. And you can't, you have to pay for it on TuneIn now. Call the number. So I do need, I probably just need to start calling the number. Because that, I, I'm so frustrated with that app. It's not even funny. That's what I I'm do. I'm done with it. I just call I'm just the done number. with it. I, I never did use it because I never, number one, I could never get it synced up because it's like five minutes behind. Yeah, it's way behind. I and mean, it's like Tony's starting the second quarter and they're still halfway yeah, through the first. Yeah, it's way behind. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. It is bad. But, but it's yeah. it's so frustrating that it just keeps cutting out. It just wants you, I just want to throw something. <laughs> I throw my phone, but it's got all my shit on it. <laughs> it even has my notes for the pod. Yeah, can't do that. Can't do that. So we watched the uh, we watched the game against the uh, silly nannies here at the house. <laughs> Did they not look like they, the silly nannies? They were pretty bad. I went up looking at the silly nannies' outfits. So I don't think it was exactly the same. But it reminded me. Yeah, <laughs> they play like the silly nannies. They did play like Let's the silly nannies. So Winston right up and things up with a uh, kickoff return, first time since Tavon in '09. And I think you you said we were talking about that. That's the first first of Neil Brown's recruits. That's a dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. And, and I think we have been. Well, I don't know about the Maryland game. Even though we did do a little pop pass here and there, I think he had a couple catches. But 
I think they're going to unleash him Saturday. I hope so. At least so. that's my hope. Yeah, I hope so. Because we don't have a whole lot of game changers on offense, and he's definitely one of them. He, he, is, he is our game changer. I mean, he is, like you said, he's a dude. He is just a dude, man. And he needs the ball. He needs the ball. He needs the ball in his hands. So. Uh, speaking of that, I, I put this up on my notes. Like, we can't lose on the coin flip now. We can't lose. Because either we win it and we defer to the second half, or they win it and defer to the second half and they got to kick the wrist right. That's true. We can't lose now on the coin flip. That's true. We are good to go. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah good we, point. Either way, we win it, we're good, we defer to the second half, but if they win it, that means they got to kick the wrist right. Or they're not going to kick to win right, right, which is more likely the case. I think the most glaring thing of that game, and the game we won 66 to nothing, I'm not going to go through play-by-play play like we did last week, but was I, we were both highly disappointed in the offensive line. Uh, I mean, that's an understatement. I mean, that's a team that gave up 300 yards to Florida, one of the EIEIO schools from the conference <laughs> you suck already. And we could not win the line of scrimmage. And listen, sports on Sunday night, Greg Hunter's like, well, you know, they were putting seven, eight guys in the box. And that's fine if the linebackers and safeties were making plays. But we were losing one-on-one matchups up front. Exactly. And that's it, not, it, a it's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. And even worse, listen to this. In the first half, in the last half of the Maryland game, in the first half of the LIU game, Letty Brown rushed the ball 20 times for 41 yards. He averaged 2.1 yards a carry that against is LIU. not good. 2.1 yards a carry, man. good. No. I don't care if they are loading the box. That is not good. You know, and, and I looked at the – what was interesting, I don't know if you saw this or not, they released the pro football focus grades. And Keenan Cummings released it on Rivals, and I looked at it. And the first time they released it, Garrett Green was first. Mm-hmm. Then there was like four or five guys, and then Daggy was there. On they released another one, and Daggy magically clumped, climbed the list to number one, and Green was two. I don't know what all the factors yeah. go into that. But on both lists, Brandon Yates was at the bottom. Yeah, and and more and, and more was shortly above four or five spots above him. We gotta get better at the tackle position, and I'm hoping. Laughlin comes back this week because I think that'll take a little bit of the pressure yeah. off of him. He practiced today. So, because we're going to have to do something. Because, I mean, if, if Daggy's back there against that defensive front for Virginia Tech, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. Uh, you know, they got that transfer from Clemson. But I tell you what, uh, if Greg Hunter keeps bringing it up, but I understand you know, that, that we have right now three freshmen and two sophomores. He did. He brought oh, that up last. He brought he that up, but, he, but he didn't bring it up before the Maryland game. He, but he was the same guy who was yeah, touting the offense. Yeah, all of a sudden before we played Maryland and Long Island, he's like, "Well, you know, we got three first year guys." Like, well, no, that's not the ta- song yeah. you were singing two weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah, I heard but, that too. My point of that is though, is that when you do think about that, I do think the line will improve. I do think Matt Moore is a good coach. I think he's going to prove he was a good coach at, at where, where I haven't uh, seen it yet. Yeah, I say, but I do think he's a good coach. I think they're going to get better. Matter of fact, somebody they got because they, they have to get better. Somebody called him this week is is he's looking early on like he might be uh, Neil Brown's Joe DeForest. I don't know about that, dude. I mean, he does. I mean, we also forget he still does have three freshmen and two sophomores. Starting. But Nestor and, Nestor, and our, our first two backups were sophomores. Nestor played 17 games for Tech. I know, but friends. he's also building a, he's a lot of club for in his left hand. We played Long Island. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying that they didn't play bad. I, I agree. The offense line is just Matt Moore's, on, right Matt Moore's on my hot seat. Okay. I'm just saying, I think they'll get better. I, I think by the end of the year, he won't be on your hot seat. Yeah, uh, I hope, because goddamn, they got a long way to go. They I do hope. have a long way to go. I, I do think they're overall 
Pass protection has been okay. They gave the pass protection has been okay, uh, but it's the uh, it's the running. It's I mean, it's running. just like at the at the goal line. I mean, yeah. Letty Brown, those two touchdowns he scored was pretty much all on his own. Yeah, exactly. And if you can't get a push against Long Island, well, it was was more concerning was Maryland because Maryland they they averaged runners wouldn't get the runners would get three yards down the field on average for Maryland. Got touched. He even got touched. That was last year, and this year was not the case. No. So so yeah, so it was more concerning. With Maryland, I do well. I was more concerned about them. Yeah, but I do think they will eventually get better. They don't have a choice. They have to. Otherwise, they we're, we're looking at a not very many win seasons. Exactly. They don't. They got to because it doesn't matter who's in the back. All right, so we'll talk about Garrett Green. He came in. He had 14 carries for 98 yards. He was four seven, 57 yards. Had two touchdown runs. And I don't know about you, but I listened to Brown. We listened to Brown at halftime. I listened to Brown after the game. I don't know what it is about him. And some guy from Clarksburg called in last night and said the same thing. He said, why is Neil Brown so negative on Green? I think it's because he knows that everybody is so up. You know, they want Green to like, play. And I don't think Neil Brown just doesn't think he's ready to play. Well, he's not doing Green any favors by basically talking shit about him without no. talking shit. I didn't like it. I mean, you, you want to say the, the kid made plays. I went back and rewatched, it and he and his whole thing was, well, I don't think he executed one play. He went off script for every play. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll take Green off script over Deggy. Yeah, script. but you gotta remember that's against LA. You can go off script against LA. You do a lot of things. You do off script against you know some higher Greek team. You go off script against Virginia Tech. You will get pummeled, and you're probably gonna lose lot yardage. I'm just saying. I don't see what Neil Brown said. I don't. I, I I didn't like it, and that guy from Clarksburg said the same thing. He said, I, "There's no reason to." Talk him down. And then he said, I think the comment he made was, well, you know, he, he comes from an unorthodox background. He hadn't had a lot of coaching. And, and everybody keeps saying he's not ready. Then why do we recruit him? Yeah. Why we well, well we recruited him because it was talent. That is, apparently, I didn't realize he didn't play quarterback until like he was a junior. He's a hell of a baseball player. Yeah, he, he, he's got an arm. But, I mean, you can't say in one, on one hand the kid doesn't have this, doesn't have that, and then turn around and you're the one that offered him a fucking scholarship. Yeah. I think the kid's a gamer. I think I, I, I don't think they had planned on him pl- having to play this year. You know, it looks like we're going to have to. I think the plan was to groom him and teach him those things. I think the biggest thing that they, that I gathered listening a little bit to for you guys the game today is that he was supposed to make pre-snap reads before he snapped the ball, and he wouldn't. Do, he didn't do it. He 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 would just he he wouldn't make it his pre-snap reads. To check to see if they need to play, and he just wouldn't. He just go run a play. So they were gonna let him change the play. They were going, or, or, or he had certain cues he was supposed to look at. Because what and I then got check with the, was the, he, he wasn't making it. He would make one progression and then go. But given how porous our offensive line was, I didn't have a fucking it, problem. It, with it, that. He was doing that too. But the biggest problem was he was supposed to make pre-snap reads and wasn't doing it. I didn't have a problem with yeah, that. Exactly. I mean, it's his first. It's his first legitimate game action. I Which is, like I said, the reason why he had to improv some things. And I thought, I thought he had energy. I thought, and quite honestly, when he came in and made a couple plays, and then when Daggy came in, I thought Daggy played a little bit better after Green came in, probably because he thought, "Damn, I need to get my shit together." I do, I do think. I think it did improve Daggy's play. I thought Daggy was was. Better than he has been because it gets LIU again. He, so was, it, he, was, he was less bad, but he still cannot throw the he ball. Can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. We just can't. We just can't throw the ball. We just can't throw the ball. I mean, Green had the prettiest pass on the day, and I can't believe. But he, he also had the two worst. There's two out. Well, the one I didn't were, see because they were showing yeah, Garrett Ford's poster on the damn on the on the screen. But that when he rolled out and scrambled on the, Deggy can't make that throw on the run. He cannot make that throw. No, he can't make that throw. But he but he can make that out pass that Green apparently can't make. So what do you have? I, I don't know. I, I think Green, Danny, though, Green, I mean, Green reminds me of a smaller, faster 
Skylar Howard. So if we want that, I'm fine with that because Skylar Howard won 10 games. He did win 10 games. So, but it's more of a run. You, you know, you're not going to hit a lot of those. You're going to miss a lot of intermediate passes. And you're going to hit some deep balls. But if that's what we want, that's what Green is. Yeah, but I mean, when we talk about intermediate passes, I mean, we talk about the Maryland game. They get completed 20 passes, 10 yards and in. He ain't fucking completing intermediate no, passes either. Yeah, it's that's true. That's my thing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he, he, well, that's, that's what I think is what I got so frustrated is that Daigie, he's supposed to be the, the, the standard quarterback who's not going to make mistakes. But if he's making mistakes, then why, why is he in there? Right. Because his, his whole thing is you, you can't, you got to be a game manager. Right. He's got to be a game manager. If he's not a game manager, then we need somebody who's going to change things up. And I don't because we're going to turn the ball over. We might as well turn the ball over to Green. I don't think right now he needs to turn the keys over to Green. I don't think that. But I think that at a bare minimum, that kid needs a couple. I'm not saying series. He doesn't even need to play a whole series. You need to put him into the game plan. If for nothing else, in the first half, we could not run between the tackles. Yeah. At all against Long Island of all people. Green kept that zone read a couple times on the edge, and Justin Johnson, who I thought is twitchy and I like he the way he play. runs, needs to play too. The holes in the inside open because they had to account for Green going to the outside. Exactly, and I think that's what and you know. I think I said in the preseason that the plan was they didn't want to put Green in the red zone offense because that's where you got to make tighter window throws. I, I think that's I think that's out the window. I do too. Because because Daggy can't make those plays. <laughs> so. Why don't we get him in there to give an extra running back right. running threat in the red zone? So I would not be surprised if we see a package with him in the red zone. And this I week. think we should. We we I should. We should. I, I think we I should. I don't too. think I'm not ready to. I said last week that we need to see him. I, I, I think the Deggy experiment is is run its course. I mean, we've seen 15 games. He is what he is. He is what he is. But Green, is, he needs to get his feet underneath him. He needs to play. But the only way he's going to get better is getting reps. And I think if he gets a couple series here and there, and and we talked about this too, Bryce Ford Wheaton, I'm done. I'm done with Bryce Ford Wheaton. I'm tired of hearing about how athletic he is, how he can't high point the ball. He's soft. I think Caden Prather, I know he had a small sample size. Put him in the game, let him play. Put Caden Prather in the game. And I'll tell you who especially else. Especially in the red zone. If we're going to throw any more corner routes, throw, throw, don't throw him to Wheaton. He can't, no, catch, him. He can't catch him. He can't catch him. He can't catch him. He can't catch him. Defended passes, no, he just can't. He can't, he can't high it. point the ball. He just can't do it. No. I like the kid. He's you know he's a he's you know relative he's a, he's one of the greatest better players of all time. Kid, but, I mean, but if you can't make those plays, then then you just don't can't be in there. No, I, I'd like to see Prather more. I thought I think Sean Ryan's good. I, actually, I think that was one of Deggie's best passes was that little corner rally. Through. He had it right in the corner. The only play, the only person can make the play on it was Breen, and he dropped the ball. Yep. He you just can't. You can't do that. Nope. You can't do it. And, I, and for the couple throws, he and again, it's long on, but good, Boyd Crowder did okay. I'll tell you what. I wish there was – I think I told you this after the game. I wish there was a combination of Boyd Crowder's throwing <laughs> skills and Garrett Green's running skills. And, of course, because, because we know his name's not Boyd, but he's Boyd to us. Yeah. It's Goose yeah. Crowder. But, but he – yeah, he – I think he throws a nice look. He does. He has presence. Yeah, he's you can you can see That's that. That's the thing about Green. He's little. Green I mean, he is little. little. My God, he didn't try to avoid that hit on that one no. carry. Damn, he went oh. right after that somebody. Mm-hmm. He must stop doing shit like that. Yeah. But no, I thought Goose Crowder threw the ball well. I did too. Small sample. Yeah, yeah, they're you know, they're hoping to redshirt in this year, so that's probably the last time you see him. More than likely. But, but yeah, more I, than likely. I uh, I do. I like I like that kid. Yep. Yep. And we we got some looks at uh, Hubbard at tackle. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think at he, left tackle we, position, he, he, he had a rough. Went, we had one, one rough play. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. But but Yates has had two rough games. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, I I'm just I'm worried about those uh, those tackle positions. Well, the third series there is that a huge playing tackle. Uh, yep. Yep. So I mean, I, I think they're throwing they're throwing everything at yeah. that tackle yeah. position to see what can stick. See what can happen. Now defensively. I thought Sean Martin had another good game. Sean Martin I thought well. Dixon looked good on special teams, and I, apparently he started this week. But they said he actually started last week. I missed it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it. But yeah. he apparently did start well. last week. Uh, Deshaun Stevens, he's big. Yeah, he's huge. I mean, he's big. Apparently, the Milton guy played a lot. The transfer from uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. He's a, he's a damn monster. He's a monster. Apparently, I guess he's still kind of injured, so he's still iffy for this. Well, one. he's not injured. He's not in game shape. Oh, because well, he's fat. Yeah, he's big. <laughs> yeah. He's a little big. Yeah. A little big. Sean Mahone had a bad game. He was our lowest ranked defensive That's two player. in a row. That's yeah. two in a row for him. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll it's, soon you see Kerry Martin. It's surprising. It is, too. Because he had such a good year yeah. last year. No? Well, you know, it helps when you got Tyke Smith playing next to you. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, so stat wise, they only had ninety five total yards. That, I don't think that, I've ever been as disappointed after a sixty six to nothing win. Yeah, exactly. Was, man. They they literally. Or I know we said it, we joked about it, but that had to be the worst. That's team the worst team it's ever been. I guarantee you one thing: it was the worst kicking team. Oh, that one, we got credit for a blocked field goal. We didn't block. We didn't that block field goal. it. That, the, the, the the holder had the ball horizontal. Yeah, the ball was horizontal. It was vertical. <laughs> no, it wasn't vertical. <laughs> but the, the, the kickoff, we ran for accurate touchdown. They they had a field goal technically blocked. Yeah. And then they averaged 29.5 yards per punt, and I can't believe they averaged that high. It was bad. I was shocked that they averaged 29 and a half. It was bad. That was, that was the worst team I've ever seen kicking the ball. Really? i tell you what, though, for, for, for them, to give them a little credit, and they were talking about this on three guys today, they played hard, and they, they you know, they weren't like the Keystone cops out there. Uh, you know, they just they just outmanned. Yeah, well, they, 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 just, only, they, they only, they just they only had one turnover. They didn't have a whole lot of penalties. Yeah, they didn't even really try to throw the ball in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one quarterback was not – he didn't want to get touched. He dove no, in. Oh, yeah. He sat down at any yeah, opportunity he could. Did. <laughs> and he did. He nailed more and called Captain that I said, damn. That's a quarterback, man. He, the best when he ran that – he was running sideways and he slid like – He was like, no, I'm done. Ball. I'm good. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know what? He was like, I don't, I don't need to get any more yardage for the team to get us out of the end zone. Tapping out. <laughs> tapping out. Yeah, that was – I forgot about that. That was pretty funny. But yeah, oh. but it's behind us. We knew we weren't gonna really be able to tell a whole lot, other than I was I was disappointed in the offensive line. That was I like, think that was the biggest thing. You're disappointed in the offensive line. I, I I was glad to get we got a lot of guys playing time. I, I am I do think Justin Johnson's gonna be able to help us. I think I think you learned two things. I think I think we learned that Green definitely needs to play a little bit. That's He's got to have some packages available. Yeah. You know, Brown needs to do that. Yeah. So he played two quarterbacks. So I I would not be surprised if you see him. Um, you know, play a you know maybe not even a series here and there, but a series of plays. No, that's what I'm right. saying. He didn't have to play a whole series. Yeah, just a, just bring him in the spot. Dirty, exactly. Let him you know, we got third and one. You know, just bring him in. Yeah. Change your pace. Uh, take, yeah, try to try to take the uh, uh, the toll off Lady Brown. Yeah. And then Justin Johnson's got to play. He does. I mean, he's he's got to play. He's got he's like I said, he's got twitch to him. He's got a little bit of power. He's big. Yeah, and, I think I think and he, he hits, seems like he hits the holes quick. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think Prather's going to play too. Uh, Prather has I, to play. I think, I think Prather he's and Johnson enough, both need to play. But uh, but the biggest concern, without a doubt, is the offensive line. The yeah, offensive line has got to get better. It's got to get better. Got to get better. Yeah. And I think their defense, even though when you give up any points, I still think they got a little bit of room for improvement too. They do. Yeah. They do. Well, we'll see what they got this week. Mm-hmm. So, we got housekeeping. Now, I don't know if you saw this. Jalen Anderson is enrolled now. Do you see that? No. He's enrolled. No. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, God, Lord, we're deep on running back. Then. I don't know if he's he's not going to play. He's not going to help play us this now, year, So we got the Hokies coming to town. They're up to number fifteen. They beat North Carolina seventeen to ten, which was probably one of the biggest surprises of the opening weekend. And Middle Tennessee thirty-five to fourteen. The big news for them coming out this week is their big tight end James Mitchell's out. Their best player. Yeah, he's a big weapon. But they said they're deep at tight end. So, but they said he's an NFL kid. So yeah. That's that's definitely. What scares me is apparently their running, their quarterback, Burmeister, Burmeister, you know, whatever. Burmeister, Meister, Burn. Yeah, he's like the fastest. They said he's the fastest kid on the team. Well, he he's their leading rusher right now, but on the year he's got ninety four yards. Hell, Ledio has one hundred four. Two games. (laughs) He's a transfer from Oregon on the on the year in two games. He's twenty six of forty three, which is like fifty eight percent completion percentage. 311 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Their running backs, Jalen Holton and Trey Turner, is their leading receiver. Now, their defensive line, we're going to have, we're going to, have to be concerned about, yeah. obviously. Jordan Williams apparently is damn near unblockable. He's 290. Amare Barno, 6'6", 250. And apparently, they got a guy that's 6'9", 320. Yeah. I don't know which one of those is a transfer from Clemson. One of them is a transfer from Clemson. I think it's the big guy. Yeah. I think it's him. So, I went back and looked against Carolina. I mean, Tech won that game, but they only had 296 yards of offense. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they won because of defense. Now, yeah. now Burmeister made some plays. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He made some plays. No, but Sam Hale had three picks. Mm-hmm. Carolina had 354 yards total. But Tech had – that's the hell of it, man. Tech had 296 yards of offense, and they had the ball for 10 minutes longer than Carolina did. Yeah, turnovers. 10 they, minutes. They, they turned the ball over just like we did against Maryland. They turned the ball over. But, I mean, you would, it, you'd still think they'd have more yards than that, having that, the ball that much longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, that surprised me. Uh, against Middle Tennessee, Tech had 224 yards rushing and 159 yards passing, which could help us because I think we're, we're, we're softer at corner. I don't want to say softer. Yeah. No, we're more, no, vulnerable, yeah. more vulnerable at corner than we are against the run, especially now with Dixon and maybe Stevens playing a little bit more at linebacker. I like the way Dixon, I, I think he, he I might be a ball hole. You so. know, Tech hasn't given up a rushing touchdown all year either. No, they haven't. No. Uh, and this, this, uh, this is from Jed Jennings. Since last line of scoring run uh, in Morgantown in the second quarter against Texas Tech in 2019, Washington defense has faced 243 rushing attempts at home without allowing a TD on the ground. Really? Yeah. During that stretch, we've only allowed 2.2 yards of rush Damn. on Mountain, Mountaineer Field. Yep. If we do that this week, we'll be if okay. we hold them to 2.2 yards of rush and fine. make the NBAs without their best, you know, he's a tight end, but their best receiver. Yeah, we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. What do you got, Jaina? <laughs> we got a TV break. Jaina's in the house. We're going to decorate. Oh. Okay. We'll be right here. Okay. Y'all coming back? Yeah. Okay. No, words from our sponsor. <laughs> and the other thing about Tech, they're efficient on third down. They were 7 of 12 against Middle Tennessee and 6 of 13 against Carolina. So we're going to have to definitely change that um, to have some success. So Fuente's in his sixth year. He's 40 and 26. We're 28, 23, and 1 all time against Tech, but we lost three straight. 
I think somebody said today that the uh, Black Diamond Trophy has been in Blacksburg for over 6,000 days. That's ridiculous. So we need to get that back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Honestly. We need to get that back. We're currently two and a half point favorites. Oh, it opened up at three. Yep. Went down to two. And then I went on the DraftKings app today. And we're back up to three. It's two and a half on FanDuel. Yeah. Over under is 50 and a half. This is the biggest game of Brown's career at WVU. I think so too. And, and you know, you know how we used to always in the past had Maryland as the bellwether game, and we said it preseason that we thought this was going to be the bellwether game. Now, granted, we thought we were going to beat Maryland. Yeah. But I still think this is the bellwether game. No, I, I said before the season this was the most important game of the season. Yeah. If we win this game, we win this game. You're you're looking at pro, you know winning season. You lose this game, you're one of four because you're not beating Oklahoma next week. No, and then you well you'll be one and three if you lose to Oklahoma, and then you got ten. Wait, one and three, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then you look at your then you're staring at one and four. Which by, <laughs> which, which by the way is a seven thirty game on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> so. Why that game us on the road and probably if we'd have beat Tech and then you know and then you know the ranked team, I would understand this being that high. I was a little shocked by that. I was too. Well, honestly, I was a little Unless they're really wanting to uh, expose Oklahoma and give them some. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's exactly what so, I mean. Well, if you look at the TV slate that weekend, there's not, not a lot of bond burners. The, well, like the next best game is like, well, there's, oh, I'm trying to think who else is there that weekend. But anyway, there's not, there's not a lot of good games. Not a lot. So, I guess. So, weather should be good Saturday. 80s, 30% chance of rain. Mm-hmm. So, we got to have this one. So, what are you sticking with, uh, what are you thinking? I'm sticking to 27-24. I think... I think we're going to pull it out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then, as I literally thought about this, I was like, I think both teams are going to score five times. The question is, who gets TDs and who gets field goals? And I think we squeeze out three touchdowns and two field goals. Did you pick the same score? And they, <laughs> close, they get two touchdowns and three field goals. We win 27-23. We cover and hit just below the under. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Actually, when I thought over and under was 50, 49 and a half. So, so I, I'm barely over, over and uh As long as we get out with more points than they do. I, I, I think, one, I, I think Neil Brown does improve teams throughout the year. So, I do think we will be improved from, from the first game against Maryland until now. The thing that we can't control to a degree is turnovers. If we don't phone the ball, if we throw interceptions, it's because we just got bad quarterback. Yep. If we don't fumble the ball, I think we I think I think we are better at special teams. I think our defense is comparable to them and our offense is comparable to them. So I think we have a slight advantage of special teams. And I think that's where the difference between I wouldn't be surprised if one of those touchdowns I said is a kick or a punt return. Or you. we block a field goal or a uh, punt. I'll take it. I would not be surprised if we do one of those. I'll take it. And, and something on special teams is gonna re- be the reason we win. I think we're gonna win too. Based on absolutely nothing. Nothing. Nothing that I've seen so far nothing. says that we're going to win. But, you know, if you don't have four turnovers against uh, Maryland, you probably win that game. Probably win if that we game. don't have four turnovers, I think we win at home. I hope we do because yeah. it's going to be a somber show next week if we don't. And I'll tell you what, there's going to be a good faction of the fan base that jumps off the bandwagon real quick. Well, I mean, I totally understand I mean, he had a lot of expectations. People were calling in the sports line saying, you know, we're going 9-3, and you're already, you already have two losses in the first three games. Which means if you lose this game, I mean, you've got to win out. The Big 12 only has two, three losses so far. Of course, yeah. one of them with Texas, because, you know, Texas is back. 
Yeah, we, we didn't even mention that yet. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> yeah, so is Nebraska and so is Tennessee. Yeah. We doing any other previews of other games where we check off here? I didn't put anything down. Because uh, how bad do you think Oklahoma's going to beat uh, Nebraska? I don't know, man. I, it's, I thought about it, and I, it's, it's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. It's, it's low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wait. Yeah, the, the, what he's talking about is uh, Nebraska, or Oklahoma's only favored by 22 and a half. Yeah. Against Nebraska. At home. Who, who's Nebraska's lost to Illinois. Illinois has since lost two straight. straight. So <laughs> to a directional school from Texas and Virginia. Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Which means it's going to be 34 to 20. Probably so. <laughs> That's why I still, I still took from, Oklahoma. I know. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Sounds good. It's the last segment. Welcome to one morning. I'm going home and going to bed. Another Jason Steele reference, since he says we don't talk about him enough. We talk about him enough. He, said. <laughs> he says, I listen to y'all's goddamn radio broadcast. Y'all don't talk about me anymore. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Jay Bird. <laughs> All right, so sports first. Yep. Easy question. We got tech this week. Most memorable tech game. That's close to what I was going to ask. Is it really? I mean, super close to what I was going to ask. I thought you were going to ask it for a second. I was getting ready to show you my question. Uh, the most memorable game. Now, by memorable, I don't necessarily mean best, but most memorable. I think and it's between two of them. It's 2002 or 2003. It is. That and 99. Yeah. Three. Yeah. But I think I'm going to lead... With 2002, because we were there. I am too. And well, we were in 03 too. We were in 03 too. Yeah, that was great. But 02 but, was on the road. Yeah, exactly. 2002, we were on the road. They were ranked. I don't think we were. Were we ranked? We weren't ranked. We weren't ranked. That, that's when we arrived. Exactly. That's when we started. That's when well, I don't know. We didn't start great that following year. Remember, we were 1 and 3. We, we, we were, but, but, that, but that game, that win, mm-hmm. we, we were back. Exactly. The best part about that game. Wasn't necessarily. I mean, the game was awesome. It was the right back. That's what makes that what makes that game the most memorable. We stopped. We stopped at Princeton. We there were yeah we stopped at Princeton, but there were so many people screaming outside their cars at the at the toll booth. (laughs) I mean, there was a toll booth that people were screaming at each other outside the. That's coming out here. It was that that is one thing I will never forget. Was that ride home after beating them. 2003 was awesome because it was a night game. We kicked their they, ass. They came, this is, that's the game I want to watch this year because yeah. they came in. They were three. They were three in the country. And we beat them 28 to 7. And I remember people they had shirts made up. We didn't make it, but people were making shirts that said, came in, come yeah, in, right, rank, go home, spank. Yeah. I mean, that. so that was awesome. That's the last time we beat them. Yeah, that was the last time we beat them. Mm-hmm. So, so, but yeah, I think 2002. That was a game Beamer slapped to Ernest. Yeah, Cooper. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, when, when Wiley jumped over the line and tackled Lee Suggs uh-huh. and Brian King had an interception in the end zone, we were sitting three rows below the Big Dipper. <laughs> Me, you, and Greg Davis, my old boss from Garfield. That's right. <laughs> oh, God damn. Those hokey people were so. I tell you what, for a bunch of architects, that's the worst fucking designed stadium. No, I'll tell you, it's all. Jesus awful. Christ. You get up, you get halfway up the steps, you got a nosebleed, you lean over, you're going to fall onto the field. That's exactly right. It's terrible. Now, it makes for a great fan environment from the TV point of view because yeah. 
That, that inner Sandman, like I said, they got that down. They do. They got that they down. They do have that down, but damn, it was a good feeling walking out of that stadium. That was so Cause, good. Because you and I were there in 96. Yes. And we had to sit in those soccer Paige! Bleachers. Paige, you big Paige. idiot! <laughs> ah, damn. They had Jim Drunkenmiller was their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that was a game Chad Johnson threw that pitch pass to Cornell Brown. and he, Yeah, ran it back. Sorry, Phil Leg. Like, I know Chad Johnson's your boy. But ran it right back at ran us. Ran it right back at us. Yeah, we got that beat. was miserable. Um, but we were in, literally in the end zone. And then I was, I was there. I don't know if you were there in 04. No, you were at that wedding. Phil Keyes' wedding. Yeah. I was yeah. there the next that, year. Yeah, Because exactly. that was the year that You Chad, went with uh, Brandon Workman. Workman. Yeah. And he got thrown out <laughs> before the fucking band was off the field. He was over there like conducting a science experiment with his airplane <laughs> boss. I was like, Brandon, don't hold the bottle. Oh, I'm so high. And the cop goes by and taps him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, buddy, won't you come with us? And I was like, damn. Fucking warm-ups aren't even over Exactly. Luckily, there was a big fist fight between a Virginia Tech and a West Virginia <laughs> fan. So they let Brandon go, and he got to rejoin us for the second half. <laughs> Should have won that game. We yeah. lost 19-13. Matter I remember we listened to that game. We were going to Phil Lake's wedding, and we had I called my dad, and he had put the speaker, the the phone up to the speaker of the radio broadcast, so all of us could listen to the game yeah. on our way to the wedding. Because <laughs> that's the only time you know we were in Virginia where you couldn't listen to the game. Mm-hmm. There's no apps or anything at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and that's how we listened to the game. We listened to the radio broadcast. Fun fun stat from that 03 game that we won 28 to seven. And the 04 game that we lost 19 to 13, I think we were number five or six at the time. Virginia Tech did not score an offensive touchdown in either one of those games. No, no, the the 2003 they returned blocked the kick, blocked the kick. Yeah, that's exactly right. That they was their own and, and they did it in in the other game too. Mm-hmm. Kick, kick three or four field goals. Um, so that brings up my question, which is hilarious. What's your most memorable play in the Virginia Tech game? Because you got and it could not. It might be. The one, there, there, I think of four. I think of four plays. All right, all right. Uh, definitely Travis Garvin's ninety-three yards. Yes, that's the well, that's up there. It's top four. Uh, I'm gonna see here. Grant uh, Wiley's Grant Wiley's play. Brian King's Brian interception. Brian King's interception. interception. Now the la- now memorable is well, is it got to be bad? Yeah. Okay, it's got to be Michael Vick scrambling exactly. down the sidelines. Exactly. And Shannon Washington and Barry Green pull up. Pull up. The one time Barry Green pulled up yeah. in his entire career, he hit people out of bounds all the time. Yeah. And he, he pulled up, and they fucking got a first down. Yep, that's the four. That's the four most yep. memorable plays of my that's lifetime, the, yep. at least. Yep, that's uh, the four. That's the four. That's the four. All right, good deal. All right, non-sports. Is that you? It's me. So, we didn't get to go to the game this weekend. And, uh... Um, because I had to work Saturday. And then we're not going to go up this weekend because Jen has homecoming. And, of course, she's a part of the uh, the homecoming party. Right. But what's your most memorable tailgate experience? Ooh. Because <laughs> there's been quite a few. My most memorable tailgate experience? Mm-hmm. The Tennessee game in Charlotte was a good time. That was a good time. That was great, matter of fact. That was a good time. That was a good time. Um... The most electric was probably the most electric that I wasn't totally pissed off about was pro- LSU. That was awesome. That was awesome. L- yeah, I mean, that was that, really now, I hate to mention 07, but that that whole scene because you had I think you had gout at the time. Yeah, you could barely walk because you were late get, getting there. Yeah, 
That whole scene was badass. The Ohio State '98 Ohio mm. State game was was badass. Any particular moments from the tailgate that you remember? Like I remember, like remember Chip face playing off the back end of a truck. It was my truck. <laughs> it was my truck. <laughs> or at any point in time when Bill Pennington said, "There's the whore of the tailgate." Yeah. <laughs> I remember this one time we we had just got a blue lot pass. You know that there's. Those first younger years, man, when we we finally we managed to get a blue up pass we every splurged. year somehow, way yeah. shape or form, and we're looking at our tailgate, and they were we were in the middle of blue up, and like all our younger cousins who were like eighteen, like Jamie Lively and all of them were like surrounding us. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> what is going on in our tailgate? There's so many people here. <laughs> we did have some good tailgates. We had some fantastic tailgates, man. It was. There were just so many good times, experiences being there. We were always there, like seven a.m. It'd be hard to pick out pick out one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I, I was trying to think about it, and I can't think of like I remember Chip falling off that tailgate. I mean, just straight. He hit his head. I mean, just straight. And then bounce right back. And, like, and, anybody got and, pepperoni and rolls? I, no, another thing I remember from one of the tailgates was Chips, of course, when when his girl at the time asked if Major Harris was his extra name. Yeah. He was like, "Well." There's my Juliet. It's <laughs> like, God damn. We still got to ask him before you tell that story. Uh, we're going to tell it sometime. <laughs> he might have backed off on listening to the show. Uh, maybe. Then know. there was the one we had the keg up at the Rutgers game. Yeah. We won 83. Yeah. That's when I hooked up a gold member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot to bring that up on the most uh, embarrassing hookups. Yeah, it was an embarrassing hookup. <laughs> I wasn't even the one that hooked up, and I was embarrassed. <laughs> Because there's too many to fucking count. It's like picking your favorite child. <laughs> How do you narrow it down? God, Woo. Yeah, but I, you know what's funny? I, we had so many tailgates, but I guess because we're so drunk most of the time, it's hard to remember specific moments. It is. But I remember one time, I can't remember who we beat, but all of a sudden we we're all made, kind of making our way back. And, and oh, here comes Bill, and he's dancing. <laughs> yeah. There's playing music and he's over there dancing. Well, that one time, Ivy, for the Tennessee Chattanooga game, we lost him for two hours and he was in the back of Mindy Grubb's. <laughs> he was in the back of Mindy Grubb's vehicle. <laughs> and then the next game, we, were like, we had two things. Beat whoever we were playing yeah, and don't, don't lose Ivy. <laughs> next time he comes up, we need to give him one of them talking Yeah, braces. exactly. We're just kind of keeping him get so us. far and you can just fucking yank him back. No! You're you're twenty feet away. <laughs> Get back here, you. Get back here, little guy. <laughs> oh shit. All right, so we talked about the namesake of the show. He was he was a little salty that we don't bring him up enough. So what I didn't say was that after I left the Oak Hill High School football game Friday night, I took Jason back to Outback because he had a guy that was driving him back. He's like, let's go in and have one, one quick one. <laughs> one more and I'm going home one, one more. So we go in there and have one. He's like, all right, let's go up on the hill. I was like, where's up on the hill? Southern Exposure. <laughs> I said, God damn, Jason. I said, I got to get back. I said, Garrett's waiting on me. He's like, we're just real quick, Jamie. We get up on the hill. We go into Southern Exposure. Took a minute to get in. We're ringing the doorbell. Nobody <laughs> answers the door. We get in there, and about the shadiest guy you could possibly imagine as for our IDs. It's a Doc Holbrook. It wasn't Doc Holbrook. <laughs> it was a shorter, skinnier Doc Holbrook <laughs> with probably a longer rap sheet. Ooh. 
this dude, <laughs> and he let Jason go in. He looks at me and he's like, turn around. I was like, he motherfucker patted me down. <laughs> he was like, what's this uh, jingling in your pocket? I was like, those would be my truck Jeez. keys. <laughs> I was like, I don't plan on using them as a weapon. Unless I have to use them as a bottle opener. I think we're good. So we get in here and we have a couple beers. And I mean, if I'm telling you the C team was working, I'm doing that. I'm doing the C team and injustice. That's a shame, dude. It was a Friday night. It's not like it's like, you know, a, a, set, or oh, a Tuesday afternoon. Oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. It reminded me of that, that Family Guy episode with Stewie and them going to the strip club. And he's like, is there anybody here that hasn't had a C-section? <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> luckily, no one was on stage. So I looked at Jason after about 20 minutes. I was like, we are leaving now. I I, like, I'm not paying $10 a drink for this. Mm. <laughs> it's just not that. Because there is nobody in here worth looking no. at. I'm done. So we leave, and then I dropped him off at Applebee's. But the point of the whole thing is, I, I've been on several escapades with my boy. Do you have a good Jason Steele memory? Oh, yeah. The, my, my favorite Jason Steele memory is uh, we were at White Oak, and he goes, when I was manager at White Oak, we had a terrible contract with this company that was doing the uh, the poker machine. So when that contract came up, I told Steele, I was like, Steele, man, would you want to do this, do the poker machines in here? And he, he agreed, and and, uh, and so we, so he started coming there, and he'd come every once, once a month, or when his boys come, mostly Steele would come and count the money. And me and he was there, and he'd have a few drinks, and I was one time they used that a few. <laughs> is, this, he, is this a Jenny Craig Craft? No, no, but you can tell that one. But he was looking at the. He was looking at the. There's a bet in Water Coach Club at the bar downstairs. There's a. There's a post in the middle, and it's got wooden. It's yeah. got wooden siding around it. Just Woody Doober. And, and Woody Doober was a, a patron there. It was also my my boss at the time. He kept looking at that thing, going, "Woody Doober, Woody Doober." He. Come on! He can down like a three-point stance. Blue 42! Blue 42! <laughs> I think that same night, Jenny Craycraft, who's probably 120, was in there with her. They were having a bridge meeting, and Jason was liquored up. And he said, Jenny, you want a glass of wine? She said, he said, what color do you want? Red, blue, or green? Yeah. She looked at him and was like, God. Yeah, damn. they loved him, though. I mean, absolutely loved him. The best, though, the best story, and still, that we've talked about it before, it was the, the game of Charlotte. Whiskey River. Where he was he was behind the bar. So. I wish to God I'd have been there. I wasn't there. I was at I was in Morgantown for Javon Carter and Daxter Miles' senior night, and we ended up going out to uh, the Wooden Nickel. I don't think it's called a Wooden Nickel anymore. The one that's like three houses down yeah. from where Huggins lives. We got in there probably about 12, 31 o'clock, and we're drinking, carrying on, and it's 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 probably 2, 2.30, and Jason goes behind the bar. Richie Reader owns a bar, and Richie Reader and Jason were at OVU at the same time, <laughs> and Jason's back here mixing drinks and shit. Richie goes over and locks the door. Oh, good Lord. So we're trapped. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the Bronx Tale. Have you ever seen the Bronx Tale? <laughs> And for two people who are known just to disappear, yeah, that's yeah. bad news for us. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Bronx Town? I don't think so. Well, the, these bikers come into the bar and they start raising hell. He's like, you guys need to leave. They're like, yeah, we're not leaving. Then he walks over and locks the door. He's like, now you just can't leave. <laughs> that's how I felt. 
So Jason's back there, and he said, I'm guest bartending tonight. And he's, he mixed vodka, and I don't know what all he mixed together. We're back there doing shots and shit. Matt Kelton, to his credit, stayed away from it. Yeah. He ended up taking us to McDonald's where we ordered. There's a reason it. why he has a lot of money. Everything. <laughs> we ordered everything that was on the left side of the menu. But the Whiskey River, the Whiskey River deal has to be the best Jason Steele. It's the best Jason Steele story. I need fifty shots of Bud Light and fifty shots of Crown. The the, the, the best part of it, you know, you know Jason Steele. He he does not he's not preclude like he's not he's not what I'm looking for, but he's you not look at him and think that guy's got a lot of money. No. But the man is a great businessman. Let's he put it is. That way. I mean, he's just a fantastic. He knows numbers, and, and he's a great people person too. He is, and uh, he do anything for you. Exactly, and he, <laughs> he looked at that. Yeah, but bartender. he does not look like he has as much money. So no. that bartender, go ahead. <laughs> he said, "I need fifty Bud Light bottles and fifty shots of Crown." She said, "Sir, I can't do that." He said, "Why not?" She said, "I just can't fill that order." He said, "God damn it." People from West Virginia got money, too. <laughs> he said, I'll tell you what. You tell me when to stop. He starts pulling out $100 bills. He got to 11 and she said, all right, you're good. The second round, he's behind the bar pouring the shot. That's the best part. <laughs> I think his bill was $6,000. Oh, my God. He left those two girls $1,200. That's unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. I think that's like we left and I was in the back of... Uh, Leslie's car. It was. Giving directions. It was. I was literally not in the back seat. Well, that was I was like, laying in the trunk. We met him on our directions. way in. And that, was his, that was his first date with Vanessa. <laughs> and he said, he looked at me because we met him on that little landing spot. Yeah. He was like, God damn, Margo. I said, hey, still. He's like, whoa. He's like, I don't think this one here is too happy with me. <laughs> and I told him the next day, I said, she's never going to talk to you again. <laughs> They got engaged. Yeah, exactly. They didn't get married, which he blames me for that too. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> we don't have enough time. Our sponsors don't have enough air time to squeeze this story oh, in. Oh man! But we we used to love to when he come up to Morgantown because that's the only time we that's, that's when we could supersize our meal. That's, that's, all, that's the only time we had any food outside of Dirty Ernie's. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Steel's coming. I was like, sweet. I'm going. Uh, Extra value meal at McDonald's this week. I'm good. I'm good. God damn. Oh man, when you guys used to go around back, I, I think it was, I think I only went with you guys one time, but but you guys would do the the we, we do outback. You would do Applebee's. the the Harper Shuffle. We do. We would. <laughs> it's the Harper Shuffle. We do. We do outback Applebee's and Pasquale. <laughs> yeah, it's the Harper Road Shuffle. That's what you guys would do. That's what we do. <laughs> and every place, you know, we'd be like, one more, I'm going home, I'm going to bed. I'm going home, going to bed. So here we are still, the name of the show. And you said we don't talk about you. Now we're talking about you. Now he's going to get mad at me. Yeah, exactly. We talked about it. He's a pride of Pineville, West Virginia. <laughs> oh, man. No, he's not. He's Mullins. Yeah, he's from Mullins. He's a Mullins rebel. Yeah. Yeah, you say that again, he's going to, oh, he'll disown you. It's like waving a red flag in front of a fucking bull. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna beat tech. We're gonna beat tech because we have to. Uh, we'll find out. We'll, we'll talk about it next Tuesday. Yes, sir. All right. One morning I'm going home. Going to bed. One morning I'm going home. Going to bed. <laughs>